Are you tired, mama? Tired of feeling like you have to resign yourself to either being a hot mess mom who's drowning in the chaos of motherhood or a Pinterest perfect mom who looks like she has it all together, but on the inside, she's really miserable. The world keeps telling us that these are the only options, but that is such a lie. You can get out of victim mode and you can make changes to bring more joy to your life. And at the same time, you can find freedom in remembering that you can't control everything and you can stop striving for perfection. I'm Mackenzie Tricola, and I'd love for you to join me every week here on the Practically Joyful Mom podcast to talk about realistic ways to bring more joy to your mom life and how to choose to be joyful even when it feels like the chaos is winning. We'll talk about intentional parenting, simplicity, faith in following Jesus, connecting with your kids, taking care of yourself, and so much more. Are you ready to leave hot mess mom and Pinterest perfect mom in the dust? Are you ready to choose to be a practically joyful mom? Then welcome in, friend. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, friends. I'm Mackenzie. Welcome back to Practically Joyful Mom. Hope you're having a great Friday if you listen to this when this comes out, or a great day whenever it is, whatever it is that you're doing. If you've been listening over the last few weeks, you know we've been kind of doing this series about relationships over rules, and I just have to share this little story with you guys, which I thought this was so funny. I love it when God does this, where he just keeps like bringing the same idea back a bunch of times, and it's like, okay, I'm listening. I keep hearing you from all directions, so I've been doing this series just because I felt like that's what I needed to be going through. And then uh, the other night, we were reading a Bible story after dinner. We have a kid's Bible, and my husband usually reads us all a story after dinner most days. Not every day, but a lot of days. And so he was reading this story that was about when Jesus gives the Sermon on the Mount. And so it's paraphrased. It's a kid's Bible, so it's kind of telling the stories, but it's not word for word. It's a, a paraphrase. So here's just this little snippet from it that he read the other day. This is from Sermon on the Mount, and again, not quoting it directly from the Bible, but this is their paraphrase in this kid's Bible. It says, I didn't come to make you do better things, Jesus said. I came to make you different people. I came to make you the kind of person that I am. And that kind of person doesn't need all those rules. That kind of person has a new heart. A heart that loves everyone, a heart that gives to everyone, a heart that puts other people first, always. A heart like Jesus' heart. Come to me, all who are tired, worn out, and weighed down by the rules. I'm not here to make you follow the rules. I'm here to make you a new person. On the hill that day, Jesus preached his Sermon on the Mount and invited everyone into a new kind of life. A life that wasn't about rules, but about relationship. A life that was about a relationship with Jesus that can change us from the inside out. So I just, I laughed out loud when he read that because I thought, oh, that is exactly what I have been talking about these last few weeks in the podcast. A life that wasn't about rules, but about relationship. And I don't know, I just thought that was really cool and wanted to share with you all. That's, you know, more than coincidence. That's God saying, hey, this is a topic you need to keep paying attention to. So we're back again today with the same idea about relationships over rules. 
and we're applying it to a new area. So we've looked at relationships over rules in our relationship with Jesus, in our relationships with ourselves, our relationships with our husbands, and today we're talking about with our kids. And as moms, this is a, a tricky, tricky thing, right, um, in our relationships with our kids, because we have to have rules. There have to be boundaries. There have to be things in our home. It can't just be everyone do whatever you want, right? So there have to be rules. There have to be boundaries. Even within that, though, I think we really can help them to see the rules don't exist for the rules' sake. The rules are there for our relationships. The rules are there to strengthen and support our relationships. So we're going to dive into that today. Real quick before we do that, I just wanted to ask you all a favor that if you've been listening for a while and enjoying the podcast and you haven't had a chance to leave a rating and review or share the podcast with a friend, can you just pause right here before we jump into the whole episode and just leave a rating and review or share this episode with a friend um, or an episode, previous episode that you've liked should take less than five minutes and it will really help the podcast to reach more moms who need to have encouragement and support. So jumping into your kids and a relationships over rules mindset. If you've ever looked into the Enneagram or really any other kind of personality test or you just have been alive for a while, you know that some kids are rule followers. They want to follow the rule. They want to tell you when someone else is not following the rule. And some kids are boundary pushers. They say, oh, you just told me I can't draw on the wall. Here's a crayon. Here's the wall. Look what I'm going to do, right? Um, There are lots of different personalities um, when it comes to how our children and we as adults approach rules, boundaries, whatever you want to call it. But I think for both of these main types that I just talked about, and I know there's lots of nuance, but the kids who love to follow the rules and want to make sure everyone's following the rules to a T and the kids who want to push all the boundaries, I think having a focus on relationships can help both of these kinds of kids with the whole rules issue because those kids who are rule followers, who want to follow every single rule, they're going to mess up sometimes, right? The very nature of being human, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They will mess up. They won't follow all the rules sometimes. And I think helping them come back to this focus on relationships and on their heart can help those kids to not fall into kind of a legalistic mindset of either feeling really proud and judgmental that they can follow all the rules and they're better than everyone else or judging and shaming themselves when they don't measure up i think helping them to focus on it's about the relationship it's about our heart can help those kids and it can help the kids who are the wall drawers right who want to break every rule and push every boundary helping them see hey the rule is there because it's a way we show love to people. The rule is not there just to have a rule, but the rules and boundaries in our house are there to safeguard and protect our relationships and to help them grow. So we'll jump into 
a few points about how I think we can sort of apply this with our kids. One of the things that I absolutely love that my husband has done with our kids, and this was a few years back when we just had one that he really started this, but was talking with our son whenever, you know, there was a rule, there was something, but talking about the idea of showing love as the most important. So like we're at the park and my son pushed another kid down or something instead of my husband just saying, Hey, we don't push. He would say, did that show love or how can you show love to this kid? Now you pushed him down. Can you help him up? Can you, you know, give him a toy if we're somewhere where there's toys, whatever, how can you show love? So It's not about just our actions. It's not about the motions that we do. It's not about following all the rules. It's about showing love. Um, This applies to all sorts of areas. So he would, you know, tell my son, oh, mommy's having a rough day. How can you show her love? Or you were kind of rude to mommy earlier. What could you do now to show her love? It's all about showing love, not about you have to do this action. And I think this makes so much sense really when we think about it like when the pharisees asked jesus what is the greatest commandment this is in matthew 2 that's verse 36 and then the next few verses is jesus's response jesus replied love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment first and greatest rule law right and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself all the law and prophets hang on these two commandments so the biggest rule the biggest rules it's love love god love people so our focus doesn't need to be on what all the rules are our focus needs to be on how do we show love? Because that is the greatest commandment. So if this is the greatest commandment, then it should be the why behind our actions. It should be our biggest motivation. And I think even just the simple act of phrasing it this way with our kids of saying, does that show love? Or how can you show love? Can help them to have that focus, to shift the focus from you didn't follow the rule or how can you follow the rule to how do we show love to someone in this circumstance? And I think this really helps them with understanding the why behind the rules. Because when we just see a rule on paper, either we naturally just want to follow it for the pride of following all the rules, or we naturally want to break it because that's our personality. But when we understand the why behind it, I think it, it does something different in our hearts. So like, instead of just saying the rule in our house is we don't hit, right? One of your kids hits your other kid. Instead of just saying, stop hitting, we don't hit. We can shift it and talk about the relationship and the why behind it, right? We can say, man, you remember when someone at the playground hit you and it really hurt? This is your brother. And when you hit him, how do you think he felt? yeah, I think it really hurt. He's your friend and he loves you and I know you love him. You love being with each other and he wants to be just like you. And when you hit him, do you think he felt loved or do you think he felt scared? 
If you had an older brother and he hit you, would you feel loved? How would you want him to treat you when he was so angry that you broke his Lego castle? And talking with them, I mean, that's just a simple example, but talking with them about the why behind it, not just we don't hit, but when you hit someone, it doesn't show them love. It hurts them and it doesn't strengthen your relationship with them. So I think talking with them about the why behind those things can be really helpful. And I know sibling conflict is a huge thing. We can apply this to other rules though too. Instead of just saying, take off your shoes in the house. We can't wear shoes in the house. We can say something like, well, we put our shoes in the bin by the door because if we wear them through the house, then someone has to vacuum or sweep. And does walking across the floor with muddy boots really show love to daddy who's going to have to vacuum the carpet later or you who's going to have to vacuum the carpet later? So we can talk about it as showing love and being considerate and being respectful of other people, not just take off your shoes when you walk in the door for no reason. And um, obviously we can't have that entire conversation every single time you walk in the door. But I think if you start having these conversations, start talking about things in this way, eventually you'll be able to just say, does it show love if we walk into the house with muddy boots? And because you've already had the whole conversation, that can bring it back to their mind. You don't have to say the whole thing every single time. Another example maybe of a rule would be instead of just telling your two-year-old, don't scream in the house, you would say something like, it hurts my ears when you scream in the house and I feel scared and it really doesn't show me love. Do you need to go outside and get some of your noise energy out? Like talking to them in a way that explains, hey, when you do this, it hurts me. It doesn't show me love. Can we find a way for you to get your your noise out, do your loudness somewhere that's not right by my ears where it's hurting me. We can even help our kids begin to apply this to their relationship with themselves. So instead of just saying no ice cream for breakfast, I mean, raise your hand if your children have ever asked you for candy or ice cream for breakfast, even if you've never let them do that before. I don't know why they just like think of that idea. Um, But anyway, instead of just saying no ice cream for breakfast, We can tell them things like, if you eat ice cream with no other food in your tummy, all that sugar is going to make your tummy feel icky and gross. You might get a headache. The rest of your body's going to feel owie. Does that really show love to yourself? Does that show love to your body? That kind of a phrasing can help them to see, okay, there's mommy doesn't just say no ice cream for breakfast because she's trying to be mean. She says no ice cream for breakfast because that would hurt me. And she's helping me. I mean, not that they consciously think all of this, but that they can begin to understand that boundaries and rules are there to protect them, to keep them safe, not just because mommy feels like being mean. And so again, this is not something you're going to be able to have these long drawn out conversations every single time. But if you start talking about it in this way does this show love does that show love to you to someone else does it show respect to our toys when we jump on them and break them no it doesn't and 
you're not going to be able to have that long conversation every time. But I think instead of expecting that their behavior is just going to completely change after one conversation, because hence it probably will not, we can start to view it as this really long conversation that we have little by little with them over time, while we're also praying for a heart change for them. Once we've sat down and had some of these conversations, then when we're in those more rushed moments, we can just ask, did that show your brother love? Or how could you show love in this situation? And they'll have a foundation for understanding what we mean. It may not feel as like neat and tidy as just saying, this is the rule, follow it. But honestly, it's much more likely to result in our children actually changing their hearts instead of just changing outward behavior to avoid breaking the rule. Because they just change their outward behavior and say, okay, mommy said I can't hit my brother. Okay, I'm not going to hit my brother. I'm going to follow the rule. Now I'll start hitting the dog, right? Like if we don't help them address the heart issue of are you showing love, then negative behavior is going to just come out somewhere else. Even if they follow this rule, then negative behavior will come out somewhere else if we don't help them address the heart issue. And I think in the long run, we really have to ask ourselves, is our ultimate goal to raise kids who will do whatever we tell them when we tell them? Or is our goal to raise children who know how to make decisions that will help them build strong relationships and develop God's love through their actions? Or develop, sorry, demonstrate God's love through their actions. So I'll say one more time, is our ultimate goal to raise kids who will just do whatever we tell them whenever we tell them to, or is our ultimate goal to raise children who know how to make decisions that will help them build strong relationships and that will demonstrate God's love through their actions? And I think the way we talk to our children now when they're little will lay that foundation for their future and for how they approach this topic. So a practical application is to just look for an opportunity to talk to your child about why showing love matters, about how it can apply to an area that's currently an issue in your home, whether it's sibling bickering or not taking care of toys or their attitude towards you, towards daddy, towards grandma, whatever it is. One specific example of a place where you can talk to them about showing love And I think especially important if you can find a calm time to talk to them about it. Like, don't wait till they've just quote-unquote broken the rule because they're probably going to be upset. You're going to be upset. It's not a good time to have a conversation about it. But look for a calm time. You know, after you've snuggled up to read a book or at bedtime or something, talk about this idea of showing love, why it matters, how they can do it. And then help them be on the lookout for ways they can show love. Help them to see times when they're not showing love. And I think when you're having this conversation with them is a really good time to look for a way to show them love. One of my sons is crazy about snuggling. He just loves to snuggle. So for him, I would say, hey buddy, let's go snuggle on the couch. I just want to show you some love. And then we would talk about this idea or bake cookies while you talk about it. Go on a walk together, just the two of you, if your child really loves alone time with you. Doing something that will help them feel 
loved in that moment is really going to help them understand the importance of showing love to other people. We talked about this in that previous episode, don't remember which number it was, but about listening to our kids. And our children learn how to communicate by how we communicate with them. And our children learn how to show love when we show love to them. One final note on this kind of a separate aspect a little bit of this relationships over rules idea with our kids is that sometimes they need extra grace and they need us to care more about the relationship than about the rule. Not that we just let the rules slide or bend the rules, but that we focus on the relationship and give them some extra grace. Think about how many times in your life have you needed extra grace? Have you wanted someone to just understand that you're having a really hard time and you need a little bit of grace so i'll give a little example like in our house we're really big on like saying please asking nicely we have our kids you know if they say i want this or give me this we usually say can you try again and have them come back and say it nicely that's an important boundary it's a rule in our house yesterday my two-year-old had fallen asleep in the car on the way to get his brother from school and then when we got home he was having a really rough time waking up totally just melting down and he was really pitching a big fit about how he wanted a cushion on his chair even though the rule is when you're eating something messy we take the cushion off so this was like our after school tea time and whatever he was eating was messy and that's our rule we take the cushion off so it doesn't get completely destroyed when he's eating something messy he was yelling about it and he was definitely not asking nicely but in that moment I knew okay he just woke up from this nap he's having a really hard time and instead of just telling him sorry no cushion on the chair when you're eating something messy that's the rule I just asked him what can I do to help you right now and he like fell with all of his weight into my arms for this huge hug and he just broke down and sobbed for a minute and I sang him a little song and by the time I was done he had gotten his cry out and he climbed into his chair which still had no cushion on it I didn't have to break the rule he started eating his snack so I didn't have to break the rule I didn't have to just give in and say fine you can have a cushion but instead of me saying nope this is the rule you just have to follow it I thought about what does he need from me in this moment? He needs grace. He needs me to show him love. And when I did that, he forgot all about trying to push that boundary. And obviously that's not how every conversation is going to go in your home. But that was just a little example of in that moment, he did not need me to tell him the rule. He just needed a safe place to fall apart he needed to let out his frustration and his sadness in my arms and he needed to feel my love when i think about my own self when i'm overwhelmed i'm emotionally fragile i do not need someone to tell me well this is the rule i need love and i think remembering that can help us to treat our children the way we want to be treated and to focus on the relationship and not the rule Thanks for listening today, friends. 
I hope this episode encouraged and inspired you. If it did, I'd love it if you would leave a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at practicallyjoyfulmom, or you can send me an email at practicallyjoyfulmom at gmail.com. So glad we got to share this time together today. Thanks for choosing joy with me, friends.